Welcome to the Business Balance Podcast. I'm Emma Langton, Mindset Coach and Hypnotherapist, and each week I'm bringing you conversations and coaching about getting the balance in business. We'll be talking mindset, strategy, boundaries, balance, and a whole lot more, so you can create a brilliant business life and still enjoy time off. You can find me at www.emmalangton.com, where you can join my newsletter, or you can book a call with me so that we can have a chat about how to get this coaching to work for you in a really personalised way. You can find all the details of how to contact me in the show notes. So today I want to talk to you about emotional resilience. In fact, you'll probably find that resilience comes through as a bit of a theme for all of my episodes this month. And there's a particular reason for me choosing to begin to share these tips and information with you. And we'll begin to take a look at what emotional resilience is. But if you're on my newsletter, which you can sign up for um, on the website at www.emmalankton.com, But if you're on my newsletter, you will have seen that I've been sharing some bits of information about me that um, have been happening in my personal life. And so it's been pretty tricky recently and I want to be able to share with you what I've done to keep going because it's not just me when the brown stuff hits the fan or when challenges come our way or you know, we get a curveball, or really, we just go through some really tough times. And how do we manage to keep going? How do we um, preserve our emotional resilience? How do we manage to serve people, places, things, um, carry on with work, with life? And that's going to be a theme that I'm going to be able to help you with this uh, month even, but and particularly in this podcast. So what is emotional resilience and how do we get it? Can we maintain it? What can we do about it? Well, you know, emotional resilience is about the our ability to deal with emotional situations in life. It's about how well we can manage these situations or how quickly or easily we can bounce back. I always like to think of resilience as the as a bounce back ability really what i often explain to people um, clients that come into me because i work with the business leaders and entrepreneurs that usually have got a more established business and quite often they have staff around them as well they come to me when they're feeling full up you know that when you go you put your hand up to your head and you go god i've had it up to here you know, or I just can't take any more. Well, that's your emotional resilience. And usually when you're at the, I can't take any more and I've had it up to here, well, then your resilience is at rock bottom and your emotional levels are absolutely full up. What I explain to people when I'm working with them is that this emotional bucket is a term I use for a kind of place inside us where we store our feelings almost, if you like. Um, it's a bit of a metaphor. Um, because our feelings are not always on show, are they? Um, often these feelings can come from feelings of stress, anxiety, pressure, just too much going on sometimes in our lives. 
often the emotional effects of things. So if you think about me recently with my lovely mum dying back in November and then my father-in-law at the end of January and then living with really tricky kids, you know, and the pressure of running a business on my own, pretty much I do have a fantastic VA and some people that support me, but then I'm running the family and I'm I'm dealing with um, all sorts of other things, but that emotional um, filling up feeling. I talk to people about it being held in an emotional bucket. Sometimes these feelings can come from things like self-doubt or feeling not good enough. They can come from embarrassment. They can come from shame. And if these things are, are, are repeated and, and present in our lives on a daily basis with not a lot of positivity in there as well often, it can feel like that there's a lot of pressure in our life. And this can be from home or work. And it might come from within ourselves. It might come from external circumstances. It might come from the way that we're treated. It might come from the way that we talk to ourselves. You know, I'm always going on about that one. But what can happen is that this emotional bucket can fill up. But if it fills up with negativity or, or sadness or sorrow or, you know, all of the negative emotions, then we're probably going to be struggling to be able to carry on. We all need emotion in our day-to-day lives. We can have feelings positive and negative and we need that balance of them. But if the negative emotions are coming quickly or frequently on a regular occurrence for whatever reason, then this, this bucket of negativity, if you like, might get full quite quickly. For others, it might take a long time to fill up. You know, so I've had clients that go, well, I've managed for years, so why can't I now? And say, well, you know, because actually there's been all of this sort of negativity and it's built up and built up like a trickle into the bucket. And there's been not enough um, of the good stuff to kind of balance it out. So the speed at which your emotional bucket fills up is not really the issue. For me, when I work with people, for me, myself and the people I work with, my concern is how full it is and then what can we do about it? So how would you know if your emotional bucket's too full? Well, I've given you some clues already, really, about when you're saying to yourself or to other people, you know, I've had it up to here um, or I can't cope with this. And it's much more than overwhelm. You know, I talk elsewhere about overwhelm in different episodes And overwhelm, you can often know that it's about that particular task or activity or that project in work. When our emotional bucket is full up, you know, we kind of feel it almost all of the time in every day or it can take a tiny little thing to just tip us over the edge. It might be that we let our anger burst out. It might be that we're tears overflow often you know, at inappropriate times. And then we can might be like, oh my God, I looked like this or, oh, I couldn't even manage to do that. It might be that you're feeling worried, nervous, frustrated, sad, irritable, angry, scared, upset, inadequate. That's a lot of negativity, isn't it? <laughs> Sorry to put doom and gloom in your ears. But you know, often even if you're wanting to escape from a situation, then it's likely that your emotional bucket is overflowing. But on the opposite side of that, you know, how do we know 
what's a good balance for our bucket? If the bucket's completely empty, then that's not going to be great either because if that's the case, then you might feel low and fed up and tired all the time. You might feel nervous or anxious or even depressed. I'm still being doom and gloom here, aren't I? It, bear with me, it's going to get better. <laughs> okay, right. An empty bucket can also drain us, but also drain people around us. So we need our bucket, as far as I'm concerned, we need that bucket to be somewhere in the middle. We need it to be something that's just right. That way we can be happier, we can be more comfortable with ourselves and with others around us, whether that's in our work life, whether that's with staff or colleagues, you know, or at home too and with the kids. But we can always be think more clearly, we are calmer, we make better decisions and generally we feel like we've got the hang of stuff and we can enjoy life more. So what is it that can help us to sort of maintain that balance with our emotional bucket or that emotional resilience? Well, before I dive into a little bit of that, I just want to place a little caveat on this. I've been talking about an emotional bucket for years, really. Um, But recently, there's been a lot of um, publicity um, and and work in schools about helping children with their emotional bucket. Um, And they actually turn things the other way around to what I've just explained. <laughs> they, um, when they're talking with kids, what they say is that positivity fills up your bucket so that you can feel really, really good. And that um, if people uh, can drop negative things into that bucket, um, or that they, it, the negative things can drain the, the positivity from your bucket. I think that's a good analogy. I think as a... As, adults you know we need to think about that because often we can find that our emotions flow over like we're saying we're like, we like we do talk about these phrases of i've had it up to here and i'm, I'm totally full up and things like that whereas children don't tend to use those sorts of phrases probably haven't learned them yet um but whatever way it is that you think about this you can still think about a bucket and we still want the right level of the good stuff in it And having that right level of the good stuff in it can help us to be able to maintain a balance, to be able to keep moving forward, you know, to be able to just take things in our stride. Have you seen people around you that you think, God, they just take things in their stride? You know, does that just not bother them at all? Well, the reality is it might bother them, but it's about then how they respond to it and how they deal with it. So we need to make sure that we've got enough things going on in our lives to be able to get that balance in that bucket, to be able to have much more positive times and situations and to also create opportunities for us to be able to almost, you know, release some of that negativity, to release some of that that sadness, frustration, upset. So what I'd really like you to do this week is to begin to think about, you know, what would help you to get that balance in your bucket? What are the things that, you know, that fill you up with the good stuff? It might be spending time with people that you care about. It might be somebody around you that's really provide some sort of comfort or care for you. You know, that you always have really lovely conversations with. It might be about, like one of the things is when I, you can't see me, I'm pointing. (laughs) Don't come through on a podcast, does it? 
Um, the dog's laid beside me as I record this. Um, I'm pointing at him. You know, when I go for a walk with him, it's not just about getting outside in the fresh air, come rain or shine. It's not just about the exercise. It's not just about meeting other dog walkers. You know, when I look at him and his wind, his ears are flapping in the wind and he's, he's got his, this funny little walk that's part sideways and he just seems to trot along really nicely. And that just makes me smile. You know, and even makes me laugh. And he goes around and he goes up to people and scrounges cuddles off people. You know, he goes up to this man. We walk around the race course. He goes up to this man that we meet quite frequently um, and he gives him a cuddle around his leg. Not in the humpy way that dogs do. He just goes up, puts his paws around his leg and asks for a cuddle. And when we go up to this man and he goes, oh, here we are. It's my morning cuddle. And I think... Ooh, me or the dog you're talking about there. You know, and it just makes me smile on the inside. Okay. So what small things are there in your life that you can just lift you up? It doesn't have to be great big things. You don't have to book an entire spa day. You don't have to book a holiday. Although if anybody wants to do that and take me with you, that's fine. I'm right with you there on that one. I'll make sure they're in my everyday life, in my life but they can't always be in the everyday stuff okay sometimes for me um, and I am going to go into this in much more detail over the coming episodes as I say it's going to be a bit of a theme for this month and I hope that that you're not going to then go oh my god I'm not listening to her if she's just going to whack on about this this month because it'll all be good stuff I promise um you know, for, think about what are the good things in your life. What's the really enjoyable thing? Sometimes it's small little things, like my dog's ears flapping. Sometimes it's slightly bigger things. Sometimes it's just taking time. It might be one of the common things that I say to people is sit down and drink that cup of tea or coffee while it's hot. And they look at me like I'm a bit daft. Well, if you've been listening for a while, you know I'm a bit daft. But isn't that true? How often have you sat down, cup of coffee, you sat it on your desk and you come get into your work and you come back to it and you think, oh God, that's cold now. Just taking that little bit of time. What is there in your everyday life that you already know that you come away from and you go, oh, that was really good. Oh, right, enjoyed that. Oh, I'm glad I went to that. Oh, I feel so much better for that. I want you to begin to notice some of those things in this week. Really begin to notice them rather than just have them pass by and just happen. You know, because those are the things that help with your resilience. Those are the things that are going to help your emotional bucket to stay balanced. Those are the things that are going to help drain out some of the negativity and enable you to be able to keep going in life and deal with the difficulties and the stressors. So I really hope that that's helpful for now and gives you a bit of a window into your emotional resilience so you can begin to find what's right for you because it's not going to be the same for everybody. And then over this month, over the next few episodes, I'm going to be giving you some more ideas. I'm going to be talking to you about this a bit further in lots of different ways. I'm so excited. I've got all my month planned out. Um which was on my goals for this year as well. Yay! Um, so I will be back again very soon. But if you've got any questions, any concerns, if you'd like some live coaching, 
about your emotional bucket, about your resilience, about what to do when things just get too much, then drop me an email. Go on to www.emmalankton.com slash contact, drop me an email, ask me the question and I'll either answer it live on air or I'll get you on and we'll record it. And then I'll look forward to coming back and talking to you more about resilience. So I'll be back in your ears and I'll see you again in the next episode. Bye for now. Oh,